Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Virulent News, Toxic Habits and Attitudes. I'm your host, Wayne Bibbs. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. I hope that you and your families had a very Merry Christmas and are looking ahead to the new year with a sense of optimism and renewal of purpose. This is our last episode of 2023, but the message will be the same going forward. What do I mean by that? Well, in this podcast, we examine all the things that we allow to interfere with the pursuit of our dreams and the indulgence in our passions. Procrastination, fear of trying something new, the belief that we may not be good enough, ridicule from our family, friends, and even strangers, and all the other toxic habits and attitudes that get in our way in the hopes of ridding ourselves of them. And we all have things that we must do on a day-to-day basis. But we often forget that we can make room in our lives for the things that we enjoy. Your life is more than just a collection of your responsibilities. And in this podcast, we strive to remind you of that. As you may know, I'm a member of the Motown Writers and Michigan Literary Network founded and run by the great and gracious Sylvia Hubbard, and there are several hundred of us in that group. The group meets once a month, during which time Sylvia gives us tips and or information to help us in our literary journey. Since we're always listening to Sylvia or her guest presenter, the members don't interact very often, but a few months ago, I connected with a few of my fellow members, one of whom had a podcast of her own. I listened to some of her recordings and reached out to her about coming on my show to talk about her journey as a poetess and author, and she was kind enough to agree, and she is here with me tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Vanessa McCoy. Hi, Vanessa. Hello. How you doing? Good, and you? Oh, I'm not too bad for an old guy. (laughs) So I, I, I kind of have a, a sense of how uh, most of us, in fact, came to be members of the Motown Writers Network. But uh, if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit of your, uh, let's call it your origin story as an author and storyteller and poetess. You mean my journey? Yeah, all of, of how it. I got started? <laughs> Whew. Okay. Um, when I was in high school, I ended up going through a summer program where we did different types of writing. One of them was poetry. Mm -hmm. And I was dating my ex-husband at that time. That was my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I started testing out some of the poems by writing how I felt, which was, of course, romance um, towards him. Mm -hmm. And then down the line, after I graduated from high school mm-hmm. i ended up getting married to him and then which i'm good now but we end up getting a divorce and so the poems that i wrote to him he ended up giving them back to me okay and he wait was a saying let me let me, oh. let me let me let me no no let me let me catch something here because already just right off the bat you've uh you've said something that to me at least is is a little different from from the norm normally it's us guys who are writing songs and poems and whatever to try and impress the young lady 
but this is the first time I've heard of the young lady writing the poems to 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 the man, which is good. Thanks. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice if a few of your sisters would write, you know, some poems for us for a change. You know, not that we mind, but it's, it's good to know that that we inspire that kind of thing, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Finish. Uh, finish telling me you graduated from high school and then. Yes. That's uh, OK. And so when we ended up getting a divorce, he ended up giving the poems back to me. And I told him that I wrote them for him. Mm-hmm. And he told me he the reason why he was giving them back to me, because he was encouraging me to um, continue writing my poems because he could see the gift that was there in me. Mm-hmm. And he also was trying to encourage me to get my poems published. Beautiful. And so down the line, what happened was I wrote um, some more poems when I was in another relationship with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And eventually the poems end up shifting from me being in relationship with with men to God. Okay. And so um, I was taking business classes at my church um, a couple of years ago. And God ended up talking to me and he was telling me to get the poems that I wrote published. And he was trying to also talk to me about reaching out to a coworker to find out the steps on how to get them published through Amazon, because back then it was known as creative space. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do it like I was supposed to. And the person ended up leaving work and I ended up missing that opportunity. So when the opportunity came back around, when I ran into a coworker when I was out somewhere and I talked to her when we got back to work after the weekend, mm-hmm. she and I ended up asking her why was she at the store because I never see anybody in that area. And she had told me that she had got some um, teacups because she wanted to take pictures that she was going to put on a cover of her book. Mm-hmm. And so that's when God reminded me to reach out to her and find out what are the steps to get my poems published. And so I sat down with her and she kind of gave me quick pointers and tips, but she also told me, take my time and go out on the website and read all the information. And then she was telling me some information about um, how to get your your works um, copyrighted as well. Okay, so this this woman that you ran into, was uh taking steps to finish her book and yes and, and get it published and by you running into her she was able to help you make the same preparations for moving forward with your work yes wonderful absolutely wonderful go ahead please oh and so <laughs> that's how my journey started mm-hmm in um, publishing poems okay um and and something else while while we're here uh you said that the uh that the young man that you were dating later married and i'm sorry divorced uh, was still encouraging you to publish your your poems recognizing how important they were to you but also that uh, other people might be able to uh, to draw inspiration and, and positivity from what you're writing. That's correct. Wow. Yes, okay. Now, un- understand, everyone listen to this now. 
these two were in the midst of a divorce. And I understand that not all divorces are contentious. Still, it's kind of rare for someone who is separating him or herself from you to say, hey, you know, I realize that we're, we're about to dissolve this, but I'm giving you these because I know how important your writing is to you and how important it could be to someone else. That is a very rare, and I have to say it's a, it's a great thing to hear. I, I love hearing stories about someone who encourages someone else rather than tear them down, especially in the midst of something where tearing down is the norm. That is true. So congratulations. Big ups to him, whoever that is. (laughs) (laughs) So he is mentioned in the the first book. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He is mentioned. Well, tell us a little bit about that first book. So the first book, back then I was a teenager. This is before you had responsibilities abilities to have to pay bills and everything Mm -hmm. so most of my time when i would get all get out of school or even probably during my lunch break or something i would actually write about two to three poems a day and it was really me expressing how i felt towards him Mm -hmm. your first great love yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right we've all had them and we all remember what that was like Mm. do you uh now do you have uh anything that maybe you can uh you can share with us yes i do okay please okay so this is coming from my third book which is titled metamorphosis love tangible love volume three Mm -hmm. and the name of the poem is the secret place okay you toss and turn because you feel restless. Your mind is constantly going because you're worried. You look and feel tired because you feel stressed out. Look on your left and right sides. You see things are be- being destroyed. Go to the one place you can hide where destruction is void. Straight ahead of you is calamity. What you see is the deceased. Come to this place of no casualty. No death, no destruction, just please, excuse me, peace. Come to this place and you'll find rest. Come to this place because it's the best. Come to this place that's alive and real. Come to this place of silence and tranquil. Come to this place, a place of no rejection. Come to this place, a place of protection. And that's it. Okay. All right. And that's from, that's from book three. Yes. Okay. And book three is, like I said, the, the whole collection of poems, it shows a transition of my love of being in relationship with men to go out. And so the third book is about either God expressing his love to me, mm-hmm. or I'm expressing my love towards him, or he's expressing it outwardly to others. Now, let me ask you this. Um, it, it's clear that your faith is is very important to you. Was yes. that part of the transition that you made in your life from going from uh, from a young lady 
a teenager into the woman you are now was there a, a fairly great transition or has this uh, has this been pretty consistent through your life oh no it was definitely a transition it was definitely a because transition. when um god told me to go back and publish the poems that i had written to mm -hmm. the guys that i was in relationships with mm -hmm. in the past when i used to read some of the poems i used to cry or i used to feel hurt and wonder what happened, mm -hmm. why we broke up, why the relationship didn't work, and et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up putting a, a lot of the points up so I wouldn't see them. So when he told me to go and get the poems and publish them, I was like, okay. And I was trying to brace myself because I remember how I used to feel when I would read the poems. And so when I found the poems and I started reading them, I was reminiscing on different things and I was smiling. I was laughing. And I was like, yeah, I remember this. And I said, wait a minute, God, when did you heal me? So it was a big transition mm -hmm. because I'm able to look at every poem and I don't feel the way I used to feel in the past. Actually, when I look at the different poems that I've written, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy. I actually feel joy and I thank God because I see the creativity is there and I see how my writing has transitioned from the beginning and starting off at a, at the beginning and up to where I'm at now, where I'm like, okay, I want to write poems in different ways and different styles and different shapes mm -hmm. and a deeper meaning. So yeah, big transition. <laughs> okay. All right. Now the, the first three, uh, books, including the one that you uh, that you read a sample from. Uh, those were called, correct me if I'm wrong, Metamorphosis Love? Yes. Okay, and there were subtitles to each one. So there was Metamorphosis Love 1, 2, and 3, essentially, right? Yes. Okay. And you're currently working on a fourth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. That one didn't sound quite right. Tell us about you, that. You know, the reason why I said that is because I thought I was going to finish at the third book. Mm -hmm. And it's just on and off. I would just write when I would be inspired by Jesus. I would just write certain things. Like if I was at work and I would just stop and I record mm -hmm. myself talking or I would type it, text it into my phone and I would get excited and I'd be like sitting there saying, oh, I can't wait till I get home so I can go ahead on and I can type this poem out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know it was going to be a fourth book until several poems ended up piling up together and God was showing me that that was going to be a fourth book. Okay. Kind of like his version of, but wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we coming on that? Um so I'm I'm near the end, but I need to spend time with God because there's certain things he wants me to put in the book at the end. And I know it's not completed. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm sitting here saying uh because it's it goes off into pro into procrastination. Because ooh, I've been working ooh, on this. Ooh. I know. We don't like I that know. word. <laughs> we do not like that word. Go ahead. Oh, it's been probably two or three years. <laughs> okay. Listen, it took me 30. I'm not laughing at anybody. I don't feel bad. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. 
And and I'm glad that you mentioned that because uh, actually procrastination is one of the things that we talk about uh, in the in the various episodes of the show, but also uh, the things that can bring about that procrastination. Now I don't know what it was for you, but for for me, a lot of the reason why I procrastinated so much in in terms of writing my material, writing my books, was that I was afraid they wouldn't be good enough, that I wouldn't be good enough. And I don't want anyone to feel that way about anything. And that was one of the reasons that I came up with this. But the fact that you had waited for so long and then eventually did start up again, that is a perfect example of what this show is talking about. Just because there's a bit of a delay doesn't mean you won't and can't do what you want to do. And you're doing it. You're finishing it up. That's true. I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, that's that's the important thing. Always keep trying. Always that keep trying. Absolutely don't, true. You know, it can be slow. Slow is okay. As long as you don't stop. That's true. And you're and you're not stopping. I like that. Can I share something um, pertaining to procrastination? I wish you would. (laughs) Okay. So the third book, I have several products that's coming out of it, like calendars, Mm -hmm. journals, digital planners, Mm -hmm. digital journals. Mm -hmm. And um, I mentioned this before. I have 2024 calendars that I finally completed, Mm -hmm. some of them, and they will be available in January. Now they were supposed to have been available in this year. Mm-hmm. I had the tablet template and everything set up in January of this year. I procrastination. I sat there and I came up with excuses in my mind. Oh, it's only gonna take this long. It's not gonna be a problem. And then um what happened? There was I think because of after 2020, um, some things changed where you weren't able to get like one sample of an item or a product through big companies. And so I was supposed to have went to some smaller printing companies mm-hmm. to try to get a sample to see what it looked like. I, declared, I procrastinated on it and I just took my time and everything. And by the time I got to the near, near the end of this year, um, the company I was, I'm working at. No. We ended up going on a strike and it was for three years. During that three years, I mean, excuse me, during that three months, mm-hmm. during that three months, I really didn't do anything that I was supposed to do. I didn't maximize my time like I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I ended up listening to a timing series through a minister named Jerry Flowers. And God got on me. He pushed me. He talked to me. He showed me certain things. And I was sitting there thinking, why can't I get this done? And so I know you said that, you know, you were saying that you felt like things weren't, you know, good enough or you weren't good enough or your products wasn't good enough. Right. For me, some of it was I was looking for perfection in it and mm-hmm. I was trying to find certain things where I was like, no, this don't look right or this don't look right or this or that. Then sometimes I started thinking, what would people think? What would they say? Would they like this? You know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's almost like excuses that pushed into the 
into the procrastination. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, the last part, which God was showing me was I kept saying in my, oh, it's only going to take me this long to do this. It's going to take me a few minutes to do this. And when he showed me that, he was explaining to me, why haven't you done it? <laughs> you just, you're near the end and you got a lot of stuff that you just got to finish up. And that's how come a lot of my products is now being pushed out now because I kept holding off on certain things, jumping off into something else, doing something else and never completing it. So right. he had to get on me to finish what I had started. Right. Okay. So what we had there was that toxic habit of waiting and waiting and waiting for, uh, for something to, to push us into what we were doing, even though we were already basically prepared. So you've been sitting on this for almost a year now. Yes. And it was, it was ready. That's yeah. See, there's that, that, like you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a pretty toxic habit that a lot of us have. And I'm, I'm including myself in there. I'm not, a, I'm not uh, immune to doing that myself. Uh, but between those kinds of habits and the equally toxic, toxic attitude of my, of, my thinking that I wasn't good enough and nobody will want to read or hear or whatever, uh, all of which is completely untrue. Uh, we kind of held ourselves back. But now, so, so now, almost a year later, you've got this material. What are you doing with it? Um, depending on what it is, digital products, they're on my website. Mm -hmm. Um, Physical products like the paperbacks, calendars, journals, I have them with me. And I am, I do have it on my webs, information on my webs, website as well. Mm -hmm. And so what I have been trying to do is market. Because <laughs> that word right there, whew, that's a lot right there. <laughs> yeah, it So is. I'm trying to market my products on social media platforms mm -hmm. all right well let's give a little help with that what is uh the address to your website it is wordswithinme.org wordswithinme.org yes okay and then i'm also on facebook as words within me llc okay. and metamorphosis love Metamorphosis Love is its own is its own site? Yes. Okay. Is that on Facebook? Is Metamorphosis Love on Facebook or is it a standalone? It's on Facebook. Okay. And then words within within me, that's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it's on Twitter. Okay, but if you if you were to put in www.wordswithinme.org, that will go to your personal website. Yes. Okay, where they can find your uh, your books, merchandise, what have you. Yes, it's on the products tab. On the products tab. Okay, I think that's how I came. How I finally found uh, some of your work. I went to the podcast products and there's a podcast tab 
I'm laughing because that's another one of procrastination. Mm -hmm. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know I am the perfect guest. See, you're 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 helping. You're helping me, and you're helping the listeners by showing them. Sometimes we just need to see that we're not alone in whatever it is that we're doing or whatever it is we're facing. But just like uh, you procrastinated and just like I procrastinated, we are either getting to or have completed uh, past the point where we're getting our things done. We just want to let everybody know we've been there and we're, we're coming out of being there and you can do the same thing. That is the most important lesson that you can take from everything that Vanessa is saying and that I'm saying. Whatever it is that you're trying to do and whatever it is that you're allowing to keep you from doing it, you can stop allowing it and you can move forward. You can get it done. You can do it. Here into that lesson. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, Vanessa, concerning the the podcast that you were procrastinating on restarting? Yes. How's it looking to restart it? How's, how's that going? What steps are you taking? Well, at this moment, I was given some great suggestions and tips. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to sit down, look at that information, look at some things that I have, I can discuss mm -hmm. and start back up okay. and just take that first step. What was the name of that, uh, of that podcast? That's Metamorphosis Love that, as well. That was also Metamorphosis Love. Yes. Okay. Well, it's going to be easy to find your stuff and that's a good thing. And that one is on Spotify. I forget what is the... Um, I'm say Spotify. Okay. Well, you said this was, you had this some time ago, right? Uh, Spotify was also anchor for a while. Yes. Anchor. Okay. That's gone now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that lets you know. I'm not yeah, it does, <laughs> it does show that there's, it's been a minute since you looked into it, but if you yes. were, on, if you were on Spotify, you're probably still there. Spotify is still going on. As a matter of fact, great. quick plug, this show can be heard on Spotify as well as Google Podcasts and other various things. Just a quick tip. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this was on Spotify, and you're going to start it up again. And what's, yes. going, what's going to be the, uh, the basic theme of your podcast when you're doing Is it going to be uh, more, more of your poems? Or are you going to, uh, I'm assuming that uh, very much like when we meet up under uh, Sylvia and her guests, that there'll be a conversation about your literary challenges and literary triumphs and successes. I definitely want to, dis want to discuss that. I want to discuss my journey in writing mm -hmm. because I get so excited when I'm writing in my novels and I come across certain things and I'll be sitting there wondering, does anybody else go through this? And so I want to discuss that as well. And so I'm kind of up in the air at the moment. 
if I want to base everything around procrastination, Mm -hmm. overcoming adversity, or stepping out on faith. All right. Well, let let me ask you this. Let's uh, let's take this a few moments here to give everyone sort of a uh, a preview, a teaser, if you will, for the podcast that you're going to reignite. Uh, when you were talking about stepping out on faith, that's something that I've uh, that I've addressed a few times here myself. What would you tell your listeners and my listeners? about stepping out on faith what would you say trust me when i say when you're prompted by the holy spirit when you hear jesus voice where he's leading you to do something please do it because you do not want to do like me or others that have procrastinated and waited over a year or wait a little bit longer than that because you never know if the opportunity may come back around for you to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And then you don't know what you're delaying those future blessings that God has for you. If you don't step out and do it. And all you got to do is just take one step Mm -hmm. and Jesus is already taking 20 steps. All right. All right. You're, you're absolutely right. uh, When you say that you never know if that opportunity that you allow to slip by, will come back you're absolutely right you never know if that if that opportunity is going to return so it's best to take advantage of them as they appear as they occur and that is something that i think everyone regardless of the the field of endeavor something that they can take with them and and remember and and apply because life is short and life has absolutely no guarantees. So you have to take advantage of, of everything that you're given when it's given to you. Right? I, com- I completely agree. All right. All right. One last thing that I, I want to ask you about is I'm kind of doubling back uh, to your uh, to your ex-husband. Uh, not that I want to dance on the fact that he's an ex. But as I mentioned before, uh, and, and as you agreed, he was very, very supportive. Has there been a lot of uh, of support amongst your family and friends over, uh, you know, your poetry and publication and you know, merchandising? Has there, has there been a lot of support or is that basically something that you felt that you had to do yourself by yourself? So everything in getting started, I had to do it myself. Mm-hmm. And I did reach out to a coworker, another coworker. And I asked her, I talked to her because we talk, we have spiritual conversations. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to her and bouncing some ideas out of her. And I told her when I went back to my first book and I started reading some of the poems, I took some of it out. And she asked me, she said, why did you take them out? And I said, because. (laughs) And she told me, she said, no, people need to see the transparency in you and the transition that you went through Mm -hmm. as a Christian. Mm -hmm. And she said, who's going to believe your stories or who's going to believe your testimonies if you paint yourself as a perfect person? You need to keep everything in there so they can see the truth 
you and what you actually went through. Mm-hmm. And so that really helped me out. Um, I've had support from friends. I've had support from my children as well. And when I mean support, it's been the words of encouragement and them saying, yes, you can do it, keep going and everything. And being in Motown Writers Network um, writing group, a coworker is the one who referred me to the group. Mm -hmm. And so that has helped me tremendously because being in that group with Sylvia and with others, there's a lot of bit of encouragement and Mm -hmm. motivation that's in there from, that's coming from different members. Yes. Yes. I have felt that as well. Uh, which is uh, one of the reasons why, along with my wife, who is, uh, she's the very definition of a support system, uh, which uh, she, everything that I do, I do, you know, with her. And a lot of the people that are in that group are not only supportive, but they, any information that they have, any tips they can provide, they seem to be willing to do. And you can't imagine what a what a big boost that is, everyone, when, when you're surrounded by people who are trying to do the same things that you're doing or who have already done what you're doing. And they're telling you, okay, well, you can do this, you can do that. You know, you might want to try this. It helps. It does. And that's why Vanessa is here. She's helping other people just as others have helped her. She's, as they say, paying it forward. And I have no doubt that you will continue doing that. I know Plus you. it's a joy in doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Vanessa, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to wind this up because uh, we're running out of time here. Uh, okay. But I, I want to thank you for, coming on the show and and sharing uh, some of your experience with us and in the few seconds that we have left one more time I want you to give everyone the uh, the addresses where your for your website uh, how they can find you on uh, Instagram or however you want people to find you so words within me is on Instagram it's on Facebook and then my website is www.wordswithinme.org. And Metamorphosis Love can be found on Facebook. And then I have podcasts on Spotify as well. That's Metamorphosis Love. Okay. And mm-hmm. my regular name, Vanessa F. McCoy, you can find me on Amazon. Oh. Not all my products is on Amazon. Most right. of it, you are going to find it on my website. Okay. Vanessa, thank you so much for being here with us. Greatly appreciate it. And I'll be seeing you uh, the next time we have a meeting with Sylvia and the gang. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And everyone else, we'll be right back. Are you enjoying the Virulent News, Toxic Habits, and Attitudes podcast with Wayne Bibbs? Have you given more thought to your own experiences and not following your dreams? Who and what you let stand in your way and what you can do to rid yourself of that toxic behavior? Now you can support Wayne's efforts 
to create more free content to reach more people. Please consider a monthly donation in support of the podcast so that we can continue to offer you stories from Wayne and his guests to encourage you to embrace and follow your dreams, as long as those dreams don't involve any sort of harm to yourself or anyone else. You can subscribe to the podcast on several platforms, and you can follow The Virulent News on Twitter, NowX, and Instagram. The Virulent News, Toxic Habits and Attitudes. We thank you for your support. Well, here we are, the last episode of 2023. Uh, I've had a lot of fun putting these, uh, these episodes together. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to them. Now, as we face the coming new year, it's traditional to try and figure out all the things that we need to change about ourselves to the better. And that's perfectly fine. It's it's great. It's actually admirable. But if you're going to change something about yourself or some things about yourself, there's one thing I would like to add to the list. I would like for you to recognize how good, how talented, how necessary, how enough you are already. Everybody has things about them that they would like to change or upgrade, I would I prefer to say. Uh, and while you're doing that, remember to tell yourself that you're a star. Remember to tell yourself how great you are. Remember to tell yourself that you have the ability to do all the things that you would like to do in one way or another. And I want you to remember how important it is for you to do these things to, you know, for that sense of fulfillment, something that would make your life a little brighter, just a little happier. You deserve it. Go ahead and get it. As I say at the beginning of every episode now, you're more than just a list of responsibilities. Your happiness is important. Your fulfillment, your satisfaction is important. And there's no reason for you not to pursue it. Anything that you want to do that does not harm anyone else physically or materially or emotionally, go ahead, make yourself happy. And by making yourself happy, trust me, you're creating a better environment for the people around you who know and love you. They want you to be happy too. Having said all of that, I wish you a happy new year, not only on behalf of myself, but on behalf of the warden. And we'll see you back here in 2024. That's going to do it for this episode of the Virulent News, Toxic Habits and Attitudes. I am your host, Wayne Bibbs. See you next year. Until then, take care. Take care.